0: There are some incredible typhoon tales, but seldom do we hear of how they affect the outcome of a war, let alone a world war. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. Typhoon Cobra was a tropical cyclone that struck a U.S. task force during World War II in the Pacific. This Day in Weather History. As was the case before official naming conventions, typhoons went by several names. Typhoon Cobra was also known as the Typhoon of 1944 or Halsey's Typhoon named after Admiral William Bull Halsey and was first observed on December 17th when it apparently snuck up and surprised a fleet of ships in the ocean waters of the western Pacific Ocean. It packed sustained winds of up to 100 miles per hour with gusts over 140. But that is where our story only starts. It was on December 18th, 1944, this day in weather history when this relatively small but violent typhoon hit the task force while many of the ships were attempting to refuel. Surprised, unprepared, vulnerable, three destroyers capsized and went down with practically all hands on board in the very turbulent seas and accompanying high sustained winds. Also reported was a cruiser, five aircraft carriers and three destroyers that all suffered serious damage. We're going to get into this. In this disaster, 790 officers and men were lost or killed with another 80 injured. Typhoon Cobra was said to have inflicted more damage on the Navy than any other storm since the hurricane at Apia, Samoa in 1889. But this should not have happened in 1944. We had a radar and we had communications by then. This wasn't 1889. So just what happened? Human error happened. The course and track of the typhoon that was provided to Admiral Halsey was wrong. And that is essentially how and why the whole naval third fleet that was operating 480 kilometers east of Luzon in the Philippine Sea accidentally sailed straight into the heart of this typhoon. When the fleet eventually limped out from under the wrath of this typhoon, Admiral Halsey received reports of seven more ships seriously damaged and 146 aircraft either lost or unusable. Remember now, this is an act of world war. This is the absolute worst case scenario for any Navy. You lost 146 planes. What happened to these World War II fighters? Some were pushed by the wind over the edges of flight decks. Some planes, although secured, were whipping from side to side, breaking literally everything in their path, and many had to be intentionally pushed overboard after running into each other. Then, with the ships colliding into each other in the Heart of the Beast, some planes just simply fell victim to fires or were rejected when the ships smashed into one another. The stories from the ships themselves were as harrowing as the stories of the Typhoon. He would go on to be the 38th President of the United States. Gerald Ford was aboard the aircraft carrier Monterey during the Typhoon Cobra chaos. He was there when a fleet of planes in the hangar deck were slamming into one another, quote, like pinballs, as he recalled. With planes full of fuel banging off each other, it was inevitable that fires would break out. And if you have ever sailed on a naval or even cruise ship, then you know very well how horrifying and devastating a fire on a ship can be. For this reason, Captain Stuart H. Ingersoll of the Monterey was ordered by Admiral Halsey to abandon ship. But Ingersoll insisted that his crew were capable, and he responded by saying, quote, We can fix this. And at that, one Gerald Ford, among others, went straight to work to fight the flames and bring this certain death sentence for their ship into a safe remission. The fire was extinguished, and the carrier was saved, injured but alive. On another ship, aboard the carrier Cowpens, a similar scenario was also playing out. A very dangerous fire broke out on this ship as well and under similar circumstances. A Hellcat fighter plane, although it was triple lashed to bulkhead for safety, still broke loose in the force of the storm and smashed into the catwalk. Then the most improbable and impossibly unfortunate thing happened, with a crew trying to fight the fire A truck that handles bombs rolled across the hangar deck caused by the very rough seas and ran straight into the tank of another fighter. That was a total disaster. And again, not to be forgotten, this is all happening on a ship sailing in the middle of an ocean in the middle of a world war. This was no time for a weather event to be more violent than the actual fighting. The ridiculously powerful winds that were whipping upwards of 185 kilometers per hour or 115 miles per hour ripped out a 22 millimeter gun emplacement and right out of its iron mounts. The Hellcat was destroyed, but still somehow the carrier Cowpens survived. It should never happen again. What happened this day in weather history? Tomorrow is December 19th, and we will be talking about a holiday storm that included... A winter storm, a crippling ice storm, and a tornado outbreak. Yep, true story, so you don't want to miss this. Ooh. And uh, tomorrow's episode is also accompanied by a podcast video short. It is a quick, concentrated two-minute video on television on The Weather Network or by going to our homepage at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weatherhistory. They're shot right where I'm sitting, right here in my podcast studio and feature photos and video from that day's event. That's tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.